Hey guys, welcome back to Comes Back to Love. I'm your host, Sheena E, and it is episode 16. Sweet fucking 16. I made it to 16 episodes. It feels like forever. I'm sorry I wasn't here last week. It was spring break when I was on my mom's shit. So um, I elected not to do podcasts last week. I was at um a little kitty hotel with my daughter. She had we had friends fly in from Detroit, so last week was strictly mommy mode. I am back and ready to jump right into this week's topics, okay? So first, I don't know if this bothers y'all, but there's this little trend of like females calling themselves like big dits and king net, and I was trying to figure out like a way to address this, but I'm just going to keep it all the way 100 about it. I fucking hate it. I hate, I talked about this before on another episode, but I kind of hate that the roles of masculinity and femininity have somehow crossed and now females are, you know, like taking on the attributes of men. And I don't know if it's because I don't know what the fuck it's because of. I mean, it's super drag queenish. It's hyper masculine. I don't fucking like it. I'm not big nothing. And and this is the thing about the word big because somebody commented under one of my posts this week. If you're not following me on Instagram, do it now at I am Sheena underscore E and make sure you follow the podcast page at Comes Back to Love because if they delete my shit, Instagram been fucking with me. If they delete my shit, I'm not going to make a new page. I'll just operate solely from the podcast page but anyway somebody wrote like big sheena or some shit underneath one of my pictures on um instagram and i'm like i got a problem with the word big and i'm gonna give you guys a little story because y'all know i like to back up my shit with stories so growing up or whatever me and my best friend we were always tall. Like, I'm five nine and a half. I've always been fucking five nine since I can remember uh, knowing my fucking height, okay? So I've been very tall the majority of my life. I wore a size nine shoe in, like, eighth fucking grade, okay? So, and she and I are pretty much the same height. And when people would see us at, like, you know, 13, 12, 14, whatever, they would be like, oh, my gosh, she got so big. And I'm like, no, bitch, I got so tall. So I have a personal vendetta against the adjective big first of all don't fucking call me big i'm fucking medium okay i'm not big i'm medium and um when i see people call themselves like big such and such females anyway i'm like why would you want to be called it that's a fucking mess it's so masculine and then i hate the king bitch how are you a king and a queen you fucking um transgender like how like are you how are you a king and a queen, and then you can't be a king and expect to get a king. I don't know. It's just weird as fuck. I mean, the power of the mouth, the tongue is the tongue is so powerful. The things that you speak out of your mouth becomes your reality. So I think we need to be careful, ladies, giving ourselves these masculine ass fucking um nicknames. Bitch, you're gonna end up by your motherfucking self. Don't no man want to call his bitch king. Um, King Teresa, King Keisha, no, be a lady, soften it up, it's a mess, I hate it, if your name is King something and you're a female and you hear this, I think it's whack and you need to change that shit to queen, 
Because which one is it? Pick a motherfucking side. You can't have both. You can't have both. And I don't like it. I simply don't like it. I don't like women taking on hyper masculine um, names. Um, all that shit. That shit is whack. Like equality is one thing. And you know, in two, it's 2021. So the lines of what's appropriate are so blurred. Like we can't say this, but we can say that. We can't do this, but we can do that. I'm an old school bitch. I'm a queen. I'm a goddess. I'm a motherfucking sex symbol. I'm a woman. I love being a woman. I love being desire. I love everything that comes with being a woman. Even the fucking shit that gets on my nerves about, you know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't trade it for the world. I don't know if I would, if I would ever trade, if I could and be a guy, even though I just told my girlfriend earlier, y'all niggas, y'all men got it easy. All y'all got to do is get a haircut and be a good liar. Literally, we got to get our nails done, our toes done, our hair done, our eyebrows waxed. Don't be a hairy hoe and got hair on your face. You got to get your face waxed. You got to get your fucking arms waxed. Don't be super hairy and have to start getting like laser or something. Then you got to have like everything flawless. Like it's just so much. And men, all you motherfuckers got to do is have a nice haircut and (laughs) know how to lie. (laughs) Why are y'all such liars? my God, like so many men listen to the podcast, but y'all don't ever answer my goddamn questions. I'm asking you, why the fuck are y'all such liars? Like what the fuck is the lying for? I can't stand a lying ass man. And I will tolerate like a little lie here and there, but it'd it be the big ones for me. The big ones knock me the fuck off my motherfucking socks. I want y'all to chime in here and there. Let me know, fellas, what y'all want me to be talking about over here on Comes Back to Love because I'm I'm literally like in awe at the amount of men that listen to the podcast. What do y'all want to know? What what's what's um on your mind? I did get a good question from a guy and I thought this was a dope question because the scenario that he's discussing is something that I'm always very upfront about with guys and He's saying, you know, if you don't have any intentions on being with someone long-term, then why do you allow them to do long-term things with you? And that question kind of made me think a lot. And I'm like, you know, this type of, to me, that situation has two sides to it. Yes, I feel like there should be some things, um, left to, you know, left for the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. But when it comes to dating and I don't, I haven't had this really like happen in my younger years, like in my twenties or thirties. Well, you know, early thirties, but I could say like now that I'm getting older, I've had men actually ask me like, you know, like, what are you looking for? And to be honest, like I'm always straight up with that. Like at like if I was to meet somebody now, like somebody new and they'd be like, Oh, Sheena, like what you looking for or whatever. Like I would be straight. Like, you know, I'm almost 40. I'm not really trying to be nobody's booty call. I'm not really trying to be nobody's motherfucking hookup link up or whatever. Like I'm really in this, at this stage, as of now today, um, (laughs) April 7th, as of today, I'm like looking for something more stable and more long-term. However, I feel like, 
when you're dating and and especially depending on how you meet somebody because when you meet a, a person at a fucking club or a party a party or you know something social you're not gonna meet them and immediately be like so what you looking for before you get their number but I feel like um I was asking this gentleman you know like elaborate like what you mean and I think okay I think he got bit by the fucking bitter bug too which is a whole nother subject, but I think he got bit by the bitter bug because he felt like he was doing a whole lot for this female or whatever, um, financially, monetarily, um, you know, taking trips, helping her with her bills, whatever, being an active part of everything that she's, she has going on. And a year and a half down the line, she popped up and was like, you know, like this ain't what I want. And, um, got pregnant, I guess, uh, maybe a couple months later, he's saying she got pregnant, and, like, she, like, super moved on, but he's like, if you didn't have any intentions on being full-term with me, why, would I mean, long-term with me, why would you let me do all this shit, and I'm like, like I said, it's, like, two ends to that, because as far as the woman goes, y'all be trying to, y'all don't hesitate to ask for the pussy, let's be clear, it's 2021, I know how it was when I was younger, and it don't seem like it got no different, no easier. Y'all don't hesitate to ask for the pussy. So I feel as though women shouldn't have to hesitate to ask for all the other shit that they want. And that brings me to this thing. It was this meme or whatever. Let me try to pull it up so I can kind of like be verbatim. And y'all know when it comes to like Insta shit and all of that, like I ain't fitting to be um, quoting Instagram. But this really burnt me up because it was this meme and it pretty much said some shit like if a guy ain't never bought you a, if a man ain't never bought you a house, a car or helped you get no money, then he ain't really ever did shit for you. Y'all bragging about uh, bags and shoes. Now, number one, a bitter bitch that ain't never got a bag or a shoe from a nigga. I obviously wrote that. That's number one. Number two, uh, I kind of disagree. Because I feel like, especially all the time, you guys, unless I specify, I'm always talking about dating at this age, dating as a grown ass fucking woman, not dating at 22. Because when you're dating at 22, you don't need, you can, you can fucking do whatever you want. But dating over 30, I feel like you should already have certain things. You know, like you should already have somewhere stable to lay your head. You should already have fucking four wheels or a bus pass or or a train pass you know depending on which society you live in you should already have the foundation should already be set like you shouldn't even be dating looking for no dick none of that if your shit ain't together so to say that it's a guy's responsibility and y'all know i am all for a chivalrous nigga. I'm all for buy me shit, take me places, pay for this tab. I, that's my motherfucking life. That's all I know. But let's be fucking clear. I have four walls and a ceiling that I motherfucking own. I have never been the type of female to ever want to give nobody the power to move me. I done been offered, oh, come stay here. Come live with me. Oh, I'll do this. I'll do that. Nah, first of all, you're not. No, no. I'm not, I don't believe in like that, that shacking up shit and I'm not judging anybody that does. Cause of course, again, I have two children. So y'all might say, I don't believe in that single mom shit. I don't believe in that single parent shit. So we all got our shit. But to me, you should like, if you want some super bum shit, 
you shouldn't even be dating. Like, you shouldn't even be taking niggas' numbers. Like, you should be trying to make sure you got your shit together. Because, like I said, when I reposted this, and you can see my full um, comment on Ed Comes Back to Love, Love page on Instagram. Bitch, you're a bum and you're homeless if a nigga had to fucking um, put you in a house and put you in a car. Now, is he supposed to make you better? Yes, but as far as I'm concerned, bags and shoes and, and, and gifts is what the fuck... That's a part of dating. That is what a guy is supposed to do for you. Until y'all establish to the T, like, okay, it's been a year, it's been eight months, it's been six months, we about to do this thing for real. Then we can start talking about long-term fucking investments. Because a nigga buying you some shoes or, you know what I'm saying, buying you a little purse for your here and there, your birthday, whatever, he want to trick off on you, that ain't no long-term fucking investment. But once a guy start buying you cars like could you imagine i always i know so many girls who've gotten the big shit from guys like oh she got a whole oh, he bought her a car and then as soon as the fuck they break up with that bitch doing hockey kick right back in the kia i'm cool and ain't nothing wrong with no kia because i like the kia um the new kia with the panoramic roof i like that car but i'm just saying soon as you break up with homeboy because he done upgraded your whole fucking situation unless your head was on straight and you actually had something of your own your ass is gonna be hockey kicked back to the hood looking crazy and i told y'all that last time on three year fucking fool don't be no motherfucking fool worrying about if homeboy is finna upgrade your life no take those gifts if ladies please listen to me stop listening to instagram that's what the fuck a man is for to buy you gifts take that pocketbook take that shoe take that watch Take all of that shit that he want to buy you. Don't let nobody put you in no house, put you in no bigger car, unless that shit is paid for and is going in your name immediately. You don't let nobody do that because if you give somebody the power to feed you, you also get that motherfucker the power to starve you. And if you a smart bitch, like I'm a smart bitch and you know better, I ain't finna let no man dictate what the fuck I put in my mouth. I'm gonna eat off whatever plate I want to eat off. And that, and that's how I feel about it. I don't know how y'all feel about it. I seen like what really, really made me comment on it. Cause y'all know I usually shut the fuck up when it comes to shit like this. But what really made me comment on this is a particular person I know had put it in a story. And I'm like, well, bitch, where, where this energy come from? Because you ain't, from what I remember, you ain't never got nothing from no nigga. A shoe, a house, a car, or a, a nothing. Like, huh? And that's that social media shit that pisses me off. It be the main people. It be the main people. My water bottle is so cracky, y'all. Hold on. It's ghetto. That's why I don't like drinking ghetto water. It's a fucking 50 cent water. I'm not even going to say the uh, brand. It's the, the waters that cost 50 cent. So fucking cheap. I like to drink classy water. I need my water to cost like $2.30 while I'm doing podcasts with a fucking plastic all recycled, all cracking up. But anyway... We ain't doing that. We ain't expecting now to backtrack. No, fellas, this is not no motherfucking invitation for you to think that you ain't got to do nothing for nobody because you got to do something. But what I'm saying is, is, is you can't just group all relationships and say, if he ain't never did this, he ain't never love you. Maybe he ain't have it or maybe she wasn't worth it. And I'm a true, my mom taught me this shit when I was young. A man is way more willing to do shit for a woman that's doing for herself. I'm not saying bum Isha's is not out here getting the lap of luxury and all that shit. I'm not saying that. I'm saying 
a real man that can really put you in position, that can really invest in you and really, really, really top notch your ass, is more likely to do those things for a bitch that's doing for herself. I learned that at about 18, 19 years old. When I used to go out of town, Ohio, Miami, New York, when I used to be young and going out of town, I used to tell niggas hella lies. I used to be like, oh, I own a boutique. Yeah, I need to get inventory. Bitch, you know what I mean? Times I got fucking money for inventory in the store I never even own. Are you dumb? Men love that shit. Men love. I'm not saying be a liar because I was a little girl. So like, I didn't I'm not saying be a liar. I'm saying stand on your own two motherfucking feet. Don't be too guarded. Don't be too, I don't need a man, I don't need a man. Get you a man, bitch. But... Don't be letting nobody fucking make you feel like your nigga's supposed to be buying you a fucking mansion and a fucking Bentley truck. Like, come on now. Now, he can if y'all get to that point. But all that other shit counts, too. All that other shit counts, too. And that's all I'm going to say about that. It really pissed me off. So I'm glad I got to get that off my chest. So anyway, yeah, it's spring, guys. And if you want to do this challenge with me... If you decide to do the challenge with me, let me know on the Comes Back to Love page. But okay, so me and my girlfriends, our thick asses, <laughs> have realized that with COVID and traveling, um, you know, being in Dubai and all these different places, bitches been eating way good. So we are doing this detox 30 days. It, do it at your leisure. Mix it up how you want to mix it up. But you're basically going to do like a heavy pescatarian diet. I'm going to um, eliminate... 99.9% of carb. I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to eat with my son because my son is like this supposedly pescatarian, vegan, whatever. But yeah, so we're going to do this little challenge. I don't drink soda anyway, but if you do, it's no juice, no soda, is minimal to no carbs, no meat, no liquor, no motherfucking hookah. So like last night was my last night to wild the fuck out and I did. So yeah, so I'm sitting here on like a natural high because y'all know I usually drink my little sip sip while I'm doing podcasts, but I can't because I'm on this fucking detox. So shout out to everybody who is jumpstarting their health and wellness goals because the summer is right around the corner and this April. And to me right now, like whatever you do between now and like mid May, bitch, that's the body you stuck with for the summer. It ain't nothing going to change by the time June 1st hit. So, and listen, if you're contemplating it, thinking about it, bitch, start the day. Today is the day. It's the deadline for getting it together. Even if you was getting surgery, because I just was talking to somebody about surgery, and I'm like, you couldn't motherfucking pay me to get surgery after the month of April on anything. Breast, lipo, none of that shit. I'm not being that hot. So if you're thinking about getting surgery, I'm going to do a big surgery episode with my homegirl soon too. But if you're thinking about getting surgery, April is the cutoff. I don't give a fuck if it's the last day in April. Those six to eight weeks of healing, oh my God, so miserable in the summer. So this is your warning. If you were looking for a sign, if you should start your diet, here's the sign. Start that diet today. April is the cutoff. Whatever body you got on Memorial Day, bitch, that's the body you, you gonna have a whole motherfucking summer. So get yourself this month and a half to get it right. Get it right. Get it right. So yeah, if you're gonna do the detox with me, let me know. And I will post the uh, details of the detox. Now, 
<laughs> Moving right along. Oh my God. So you guys might not remember. If you're not an avid listener, after I tell this story, get your ass over there and listen to episodes one through 15 of Comes Back to Love. Because remember a couple weeks ago, I told y'all how much I hate a motherfucking man asking a woman for some money. So here's the fucking update. I told y'all my boo, my, my family, I won't out or anything that I love. It's like my family, love you to death. I still love you, but I gotta re, I gotta update, <laughs> I gotta update the listeners. So remember I told y'all my homegirl, um, a nigga lied to her and was like, oh, I need $250, my debit card. Y'all know he ain't give her back the money, right? Right. So again, if further, because some people act like they don't want to take my motherfucking advice. And that's why y'all out here crazy now, because y'all don't want to take sound advice. But this is just me updating you guys on this situation so that you know that I'm not crazy. I'm not selfish. It's not me. It's them. Do not ever give a man money. If he ain't your man, don't give him a grape because he's not going to give it back. I'm like, and you know, these days, I'm not saying this didn't happen back in the day, but right about now, like these days, it seems like men are preying on successful women. Like they are fucking got, they must got a fucking radar on their nose to see when you got your shit together. Like, oh yeah, she got her shit together. I'm going to fuck with her. No. Mm -mm. And it's so disgusting to be a man. One is disgusting to be a man and take something from a woman with such ill intentions. It's so disgusting like why would you bother her why would you do that you was the fuck raised by a nut ass bitch for you to ever think that it's cool to conjure up a story get some money from somebody and then had a motherfucking audacity not to pay it back seriously it's a special place in hell for niggas like that he probably got a small dick because i feel like guys who ridicule and belittle and use women and all of that kind of stuff have small dicks. And speaking of small, <laughs> uh, totally unrelated, kinda. But speaking of small dicks, okay. So I wanted to talk about how men need to talk to women. I need my fellas to step back, log off to Instagram. And think back to a time when you probably, you had like a, a good girl in your life, a, a worth it woman in your life. Like, how were you speaking to her? Because this generation right here, they think they can say whatever the fuck they want. They don't have any t- ounce of like, you know, like, je ne sais quoi, is, if that's what you call it. They just talk to women however they want. And it's so sad because these females out here just take it. I don't take it. Mm-mm. I don't tolerate men talking to me in a certain type of way. Like, even if, if your volume gets too high, when the fuck you talking to me? Shut the fuck up and talk to me with some respect. Because, see, it all comes back to love. But before we get to the love, we get to, we got to touch on the respect. You have to be respectful when you speak to me. You fellas out there, you have to be respectful when you speak to women because women are out here suffering. It's women out here that's so depressed, like so stressed, like so wound up and so burnt the fuck out by these men. But they won't this 
disconnect them. They won't disconnect themselves from the guy. They just start taking that shit out on their homegirls or they start disconnecting themselves from their homegirl circles because they know if they got friends like my, like I am and like the friends I consider friends, if we see you slipping, we going to say something. So abuse is not only just like physical. I know y'all know that. Abuse too is sometimes the most severe form of abuse is the way someone speaks to you. So I heard, what made me think of this, I heard a guy talking to his, I want to say like girlfriend, child's mother, whatever. There was a couple of kids when I'm like crazy the other day. Like it would not have been me. It would not have been me. No man cannot talk to me. Like I, I don't like that. I think it's horrible. I think it's disgusting. I think, you know, it fucks up a bitch's self-esteem and self-worth. And again, like I said, most of the time, these females, they start to become super reclusive because they're so hurt over the situation that's at home. And then they start treating their friends fucked up. And I hate that. So, fellas, if you out there and you listening, can you please, like you and your homeboys, when y'all go to cigar night or y'all watching a game or whatever, can you just mention to them, like, you know, women actually like being talked to soft in a certain type of way. Like, you can talk to me nasty in the bed, like in the bed, you can call me a bitch, you can call me whatever you want to do, spin in my face, choke me up, call me all the names in the motherfucking world. But when it comes to, like, regular conversation, come on, let's, let's get back to the days where it was like, oh. When the words made you melt. I haven't spoken to someone whose words made me melt in so fucking long. And that all builds up this king bitch, I guess. I guess. This is a bitch who hasn't been talked to nice in a while. So now she transformed from a queen to a king. And I want to be a queen. I don't want to be a king. So don't talk to me like that. I don't fucking like it. Okay? I hate it. I want to talk about something else too. Okay, so let me tell y'all a little story. So my baby daddy, I don't know, like who out there, I'm sure, I know I'm not the only one, but people out there who have, like my son's father has been incarcerated since I was pregnant. My son would be 19. So randomly, my baby daddy called me on the phone um, over spring break and we were talking and he was just like, he like brought up this old story and then he was just like, yeah, I know that, um, if I was, no, he said, the one regret I have is that when I had you, I didn't make you, um, I don't know what he, I think he said he didn't make me like get his name tattooed all over me. And I was like, what the fuck makes you think I would have said that? He like, no, not who you are now, who you were then. I had you wrapped around my finger. I'm like, sorry y'all, I'm yawning. I have horror sidebar horrible allergies i asked someone yesterday for the best i mean i asked you guys yesterday for like the best allergy meds or whatever oh my god i've taken so much shit my eyes are closed (laughs) but my mouth is moving so anyway yeah so he was like yeah you would have gotten i would have made you get my name on your ass and i would have made you do this and i'm like you would have made me he like, yeah, because back then, you know, I could have got you to do anything. So this make me want to talk about stupidity in relationships. Like, girl, don't be stupid. I 
I mean, I've never been that girl. Like, I'm not getting my phone in your name. I'm not getting no, I mean, your phone in my name. I'm not getting no car in my motherfucking name. I'm not getting no motherfucking tattoo with your name. I'm not doing none of that type of shit unless I want to. And it was a, it wasn't insulting because I mean, literally I was about 18, 19, the last time I seen him. So in his mind, I'm still like this little girl, but I wanted to say so bad. Like, motherfucker, even back then I wasn't doing no bullshit like that. I'm not that easy. I'm not that gullible. Like for, for me to lay down on some table, let somebody stick in there. I'm not saying I ain't had no guys' names on me, but I was real young then. And since those things have been covered and forgotten about, but it wasn't even just about what he said I would have did. It was just the fact that he was like, I had you. At that point, I had you so, so much in the, in my grip that I feel like you would have did anything. And what is what does that mean? Like, do you think that the girls that while out, um, take a case, transport the word, do all of that kind of crazy stuff for niggas that we in the hood hear about going left or going south? Do y'all think that it's because she really loves the guy? Um, or is it is it for another reason? I always thought that when... Now, we all have, as women, we all have, like, the little things that we feel like we do. Um, we do to separate ourselves from whoever else this fella might be dealing with, right? Because for me, y'all know, my I have my own little tricks. I have, like, my little anal thing <laughs> I have like little shit I do like when I'm sucking a dick. I got like little shit that I do that's like you ain't gonna get that nowhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to lock and load on this nigga. I don't I don't wanna be number four, I wanna be number one, you know? But I think some females feel like doing that kind of shit kind of jumps and leaps them to the front of the line. But a sis, wave the flag. I can't wait until the visuals come so y'all can see the flag. Wave the fucking flag, flag on the play. You are going to end up his convenient bitch. Okay? And I ain't trying to be nobody's bitch in inconvenience. I want you to really genuinely want to fuck with me. Don't genuine, don't pretend like you really, really, really want to fuck with me. And you really just fucking with me because you know I got A1 credit and you know I could get this in my name. That's some whack shit. That's super whack. And I know so many people. I remember back in the day... A nigga was like, oh, Sheen, can you get this phone for me? I'm like, nigga, my phone ain't even in my name. What the fuck I look like? Because every time I went against the grain, because, again, I ain't never saying that I ain't never slip up. I ain't play as fuck up, too. I ain't never said I wasn't on the other side of this shit before. But let me tell you something. Every time. I remember I got, I got, um, I want to say, was it like a sidekick or something? I don't know. But I got like one of them little popular phones. Could have been a chirpy. I can't remember. For a guy or whatever. No fucking soon as I got the fucking phone. What y'all think happens? A nigga goes to jail. And back then, I wasn't even financially up on my shit to like make sure I had collected from him up in advance. Three, four months. Or, nah. Mm-mm. He's just going. Shit's just in my name. Ain't nothing cute about that. So let's not let nobody's son or daughter, because fellas, it applies to you too. Some of y'all got soft spots and y'all be doing a whole lot. Y'all be doing a whole lot for bitches with a bunch of kids and everything. But I'm talking to my ladies. Do not become a bitch that is a nigga's convenience. Okay? Like, 
it goes back to everything I always tell y'all. Like, we got to pretend we busy. If you got to pretend you busy, bitch, be busy. Don't be jumping Jack Flash for a nigga because guess what? If you're not who they want to be with, he's still looking. He's still looking. If you've been with somebody over three, four years, ain't no rings, ain't no exchange of covenant, ain't none of that going on, get yourself somebody else. And I and I don't even deem it appropriate to go home and be like, because I know people that do that too. Like they'll get some sound advice and then they try to like go home and switch. No, that's not even what this relationship is. <laughs> Listen, I'm not finna be your bitch for convenience. I'm not finna be your personal uh whatever it's called, um, co-signer. Fuck that. No, no, I'm not doing it. I don't like it. I think this episode is full of shit that I don't. That I don't like. I don't fucking like it. Stop it. I got a couple of questions that I want to get into. Um, This first question, someone asked me last week, how do you tell your partner of, uh, was it 20 years, that um you are no longer interested? And this couple, this is a married person asking me this, so... Let me throw the disclaimer out there. No, Sheena is not married. However, I do have married friends and family. However, I do understand, respect, and have a lot of knowledge on the covenant between a man and a woman, also known as marriage. There we go. And here's my answer. I think that you have to just tell her because chances are, after that many years, she fucking around and don't really fuck with you like that. But it's just so safe and um, secure. That she doesn't have a problem with it. You know? But tell me. Don't string me along. Like, I, when I answer some of these questions, I really try to put myself in the shoes of um, the woman if there's a woman involved in the scenario. And I would suggest that if you're not, you're no longer happy, happiness goes both ways um, to me. It really does. So I feel like you should open your mouth and say something because you don't want to let more and more and more and more time go by and then you start fucking around then it starts to get disrespectful and then the fucking whole situation is messy so if you find yourself in a situation that doesn't bring you joy and happiness anymore you only could leave that's it you know like make sure your paper is straight um you know make sure you're not doing anything with ill intentions and i hope that you're not not interested because you met somebody else because if that's the case fuck her and take your ass home <laughs> to your wife. But that's that's what I would suggest. I would um, really, really, really suggest, yeah, telling her. Because you're going to hurt her feelings if you don't. Uh, <laughs> I have another question, too. Oh, a spicy question. Spicy, spicy. This girl is saying that her boyfriend loves to, loves for her to suck his give him head (laughs) he loves for her to give him head but he won't let her take her shirt off she sent me a picture so she not like fat or anything just like you know got like the little i call it the baby mama the baby mama uh pouch or whatever and her stomach or whatever she's not really really big she's not really small either but it's not it's not that bad but she's saying every time they have oral sex she has to keep her shirt on and I'm like huh and you do it because what like what you only like half of me that's weird as fuck 
But anyway, she asked me how can she um, let him know how uncomfortable that makes her. And first, I want to say, wow. You know, like, again, what the fuck to be a woman? Like, we not only have to please ourselves, but once we start being involved with other people, we have to make sure that they're being pleased too. And I feel like you are compromising yourself way above and beyond, compromising way above and beyond in order to have a man. Um, because I'm not, now if we just happen to get, start getting busy and everybody got their clothes on, that's different, but you requiring me to cover my fucking stomach while I suck it. No, we're not going to do that. Mm -mm. I don't know what to tell you. Cause I don't know if you depend on this person for, you know, your finances. I don't know the whole scenario, but I wouldn't be cool with that. The question is, would you be cool with it? And how do I say that I I'm bothered by it? Fuck no, I wouldn't be cool with that. Ain't no ain't nobody finna tell me nothing about my body that they not helping fix or they haven't offered. Mm mm. No. Now I bet you if you went and got lipo and you come back all snatched back, his ass gonna want you to take your shirt off. And see, that's the type of revengeful person I am. I would wait. <laughs> I would go get my fucking mojo back. <laughs> I'm stu I'm super spice spiteful. But yeah, I feel like guys like that are insecure. And if it's no way that like how I'm just confused. Like how did my body start to irritate you? And I really meant to ask her, have you always only gave him head when it builds <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry that this is happening to you. I think you definitely should say something. Um, you know, and you should have him try to show you support and love because god forbid it is a situation where you want to lose weight like you got some stuff that you want to do and you deserve it however mm -mm, nope mm -mm, i'm not keeping my shirt on bro because <laughs> god now sidebar i know a couple guys that you need to keep there <laughs> They need to keep their motherfucking shirts on. <laughs> Let me find out he wanted them. Because I can't stand a pot calling the kettle black-ass person. Oh, my God. Somebody got on my nerves this week so bad. I'm not even going to tell the story because they claim they don't listen to my podcast. But I'm sure they do. Somebody got on my nerves so bad this week. And it was literally the pot, the big, fat crock pot calling the kettle black. Like, who the fuck are you and how dare you? <laughs> really? A mess. Okay, so I got time for one more. Oh my god, y'all. 45 minutes might be the vibe. Yeah. Not on allergy mess next time, but 45 minutes might be the vibe. So here is <laughs> here is another question. How many chances is too many chances to give your mate after they are continuously being court with someone else? Here's where the lines get blurred. What do you mean with someone else? Now, if your person is getting caught more than twice with the same person, that's a relationship. That's a relationship. Ain't no, in January, I found this girl number in your phone, and then I found it again in March, and then I found it again in June. They are in a relationship you don't have to give up no chances if you don't want to but again 
to each his own. And a lot of y'all let you a lot of y'all let shit slide. And I'm not letting shit slide because again, once you let something slide once, that person is gonna feel like they don't have to they don't have to not ever do it. They just have to not ever get caught. And that's the type of situation it seemed like you and how many chances, bitch, you are at negative fucking chances. A motherfucker should never now is if that's if you it doesn't bother you if your mate is, you know, like all in a woman face or whatever, call it what you want, insecure, whatever. If you keep catching him in the same situation with the same person, newsflash, that's a relationship. And you got to ask yourself, how many fucking chances are you going to give him to keep fucking playing with you? Because he's fucking playing with you. Fuck that. You got to go. I'm sorry, y'all. But that just like, yes, yeah, if you gave him more than two chances. I already told y'all this before. Like, I'm not the type of woman that would 100% divorce my husband if he slept with somebody. But clearly, in their relationship, it's a problem. And you talking about, again, I don't like that. I don't like it. I do not like these simple-ass situations. These simple, simple-ass relationships. If you don't want to be with somebody leave you do not have to constantly keep playing keep playing keep playing unless i mean but some of these people like playing games but clearly this girl don't so how many chances bitch don't give them not near another one because it's clearly making you feel some type of way and the fact that you saying that you it was the same person on two of the occasions yeah him and that same person got some shit going on they don't have nothing to do with you and if you're not strong enough to be third uh, you know if you you don't want to swallow the truth that your guy is a cheat ass nigga then you basically getting what you pay for. You're glad for punishment. So, yeah, that was that. these questions, y'all. <laughs> these questions are so crazy. I wish I could show y'all some of the stuff that floats into my inbox because shit just literally be mad wild. But anyway, so since it's episode 16 and for me, it's to, I don't know why it feels like a fucking milestone, but I want to give y'all a few tips on how to improve your sex life quick couple tips first is sex toys sex toys can be used on males and females so i think that if you at a standstill in your relationship or the sex is getting boring or you're celibate and you're not really trying to give up nobody that you can always save the day with a sex toy number two way to spruce up your sex life is <laughs> this is a condition unconventional, but CBD. CBD is um, natural, and they have certain ones with certain um, quality quali- qualities and potency in them that enhance your sex drive. So you should invest in investigate and find some CBD CBD infused products that will help boost up your sex drive. The third thing I want to suggest to someone who's struggling in the sex department. What can you do to improve your sex drive? Is start having sex in different places. Spontaneously, um, you know, like bedroom sex is cool, but try the couch. You know what I'm saying? Like start to be a little bit more adventurous with your um, location. Where you have sex, with whole you have, <laughs> you have sex in. All of those things. Sex toys. CBD, 
for the certain CBD for enhanced mood will help you because I found like in COVID, I begin, I be, I asked a couple of people about this if they feel the same way. Like, but I feel like in COVID, I've gotten so lax with so much like my physical appearance, um, and all those kind of things that the sex appeal factor kind of like wagers as well. So, gotta get our mojo back, ladies. It's almost summer, okay, and I don't I don't want to constantly be screaming into this microphone with the same problems that we've been dealing with since episode one. So moving along, I hope everyone is ready for, oh wait, it's a couple other things I wanted to mention before I get out of here. Okay. So April's autism awareness month. I am an autism mom. I want you guys, if you can, ladies paint your nails blue, hashtag team Monroe and paint it blue for autism. If you do for the month of April. Also, um, I'm going to be having a couple giveaways. If you check out the Comes Back to Love story on IG, you will see I'm giving away some merch. I'm also giving away um, something for Autism Awareness Month. I haven't came up with it yet, but you will see it soon. Um, also, thank you. Thank you. I love y'all. I hope my allergies didn't kill y'all this week because they're fucking killing me. Um, I'm going to see you guys next week, and I hope you guys are following the podcast at C-U-M-S-B-A-C, the number two L-U-V on IG. Listen, subscribe, tell a friend, get, get, get my numbers up. <laughs> I'm trying to get these numbers up, guys. Anyway, yes, I am your host, Sheena E. I am Sheena underscore E on IG, and I love y'all. See you next week. <laughs>